The football pod with Paddy and Andy. Yes, Dublin aren't in great form, but they're bored out in their mind. Paul Mannion and Jack McCaffrey aren't playing, yes, because of the stress and the strain, but they're a bit bored. Download the OTB Sports app and subscribe to the GAA podcast feed now. The OTB Brief. Everything you need to know about sport every morning. A very good morning with your OTB Brief, your bite-sized roundup of the morning sports headlines. I'm Will O'Callaghan. Donegal's Brendan Boyce has finished 10th in the men's 50k walk at the Tokyo Olympics. The three-time Olympian crossed the line in three hours and 53 minutes to record his best ever placing at a Games. Lee Vale's Alex Wright finished 29th in a season's best time of four hours and six minutes. Stephanie Meadow is four shots outside the medal positions after three rounds of the women's golf. The Antrim native has signed for a round of 68 today to move to seven under par. Leona McGuire will need a big final round tomorrow if she's to compete for a medal. She's five under after three days. The world number one, Nelly Corda, leads by three strokes at 15 under par. Natalia Coyle faces a busy day in the modern pentathlon. Having placed third in the fencing ranking round, she will tackle the 200 metres freestyle swim from just after 7 o'clock this morning. From there, it's the fencing bonus round at a quarter to eight, and then the show jumping event takes place at a quarter past nine. The action concludes with the combined running and shooting at half past 11 Irish time. Ireland have been drawn ninth to jump in the team show jumping qualifier. The top 10 of 19 entries will qualify for tomorrow's final. And Emily Kay and Shannon McCurley are both involved in the women's Madison at the Velodrome. Dundalk head coach Vinnie Pert says facilities must take precedence over TV deals. Their two-all draw away to Vitesse Arnhem in the Conference League last night was among the games involving Irish sides not televised this week. While his Bohemians and Shamrock Rovers counterparts called out the broadcasters, Perth believes giving players and fans better stadia is of more pressing importance. We don't necessarily need all TV rights and that's not the answer. This is the answer. Stadiums like this uh, showcase our players on pitches like this. Bohemians have done it uh, over the last little while. Dundalk have done it. That's two weeks in a row we've done it in better stadiums, better environment, better pitches. And, and Dundalk have responsibility to that as well in terms of improving our own sake. But we need a hand. And we need a hand, and this stadium is given to the for Vitesse, um, and it's not necessarily their stadium, and we need a hand. Double goal scorer Patrick McElhenney says they're relishing next week's second leg in Tala. They're a good side, like, um, they all are at this level, and you can see in the first half we were a bit under the cosh, but I think uh, the lads at the back and, and Alessio was tremendous, and, and the two lads in, in front of them in the middle of the pitch, so, but no, as I say, there, it's going to be a tough game, there's no getting away from it, there's... A really, really good side and some amazing players, to be fair. Um, but now we're really looking forward to it now, and we have to take care of Sunday first. I think we can look past that, you know, and mm. we can sort of bite you, so we'll look forward to that. Shamrock Rovers will take a 1-0 lead to Albania in their tie against Toyota next week after they won 1-0 after getting an injury time winner at Tala Stadium. Celtic give their first win of the season, beating Czech side FC Jablonek 4-2 in the Europa League. The two clubs will meet in Glasgow next Thursday for the second leg of their third qualifying round tie. Celtic Park is set to be at full capacity and manager Ange Postikoglu can't wait. There's one game in the SSE Eritricity League Premier Division this evening. Derry City entertained Drogheda from a quarter to eight. Leo Messi is being linked with PSG and Manchester City. City after Barcelona announced he'll be leaving this summer. The club say that although they reached a full agreement with the Argentine forward for a new contract, the deal can't go ahead because of financial and structural restrictions. The six-time World Player of the Year won 10 La Liga titles and four Champions Leagues at the new Camp. Spanish football writer and La Liga commentator Graham Hunter says it's currently a complex situation. The context that needs to be taken into account is you've got a player who was Unhappy with the way the club was developing, unhappy with the playing resources around him, unhappy with the president who's now left, 
taking time to assess what else was available to him, and then during this summer when he's won the Copa America, um, making it absolutely clear that he would make, you know, for, for him, extreme um, slashes in what he wanted in order to stay. So Messi wants to stay. The deal was done completely. That's something we've known for a number of weeks and has been confirmed in Barca's statement. What needs to also be made clear is they're complaining about the fact that they are currently finding it impossible to register um, at Garcia, Cunaguero, Memphis Depay and Messi based upon the way that the La Liga's um, the inflexibility of financial fair play prevents them from being able to do that because they can't sell players. They can't sell enough players to reduce the salary commitment to be able to include Messi. Aston Villa Chief Executive Christian Purcell says they couldn't stand in the way of Jack Grealish leaving the club. The midfielder moved to Manchester City last night for a Premier League record fee of £100 million. Purcell says City met Villa's release clause and Grealish had a desire to play in the Champions League. Aaron Galan has kept his place in the Limerick side for tomorrow's All-Ireland Hurling semi-final with Waterford. The Patrick Swell clubman was a first-half replacement for Graham Mulcahy in last month's Munster final. Meanwhile, Dan Morrissey continues at full-back having replaced Richie English in that win over Tipperary. Shane Lowry goes into the second day of the St. Jude Invitational six shots off the lead. He shot a two-under par opening round of 68 in Memphis. Rory McIlroy will be teeing off from two-under, while Harris English heads up the field at eight-under par. Jonathan Caldwell is just a shot off the lead on eight-under, going into round two of the Hero Open at St. Andrews. Scotland's own Callum Hill leads there at nine-under par. There's a seven-race card at Tipperary this evening. The first is off there at 25 past four. 20 minutes later, there's a seven-race programme at Wexford. That's your OTB brief for this Friday morning. Don't forget that OTB AM is live on our social channels on Off the Ball from half past seven. And I'll be back next week with your OTB brief. The OTB brief. Everything you need to know about sport every morning. OTB Sports Radio, live 24 7 on the OTB Sports app.